guys welcome to new money podcast where we talk about all things crypto this episode jade and i had the pleasure of interviewing a very respected woman in crypto who has come a long way since she started up last year sally also known as crypto sally on twitter is a crypto enthusiast who reviews coins as well as doing ama interviews really setting the pace in canada we interviewed the interviewer for the first time and found out about her background strategies hobbies and upcoming events she's looking forward to we had some fun recording this and we hope you guys really take in all the gems she drops so relax and enjoy okay cool so i think that we need to start this off a little bit with you explaining about yourself maybe giving the listeners a little bit more of an idea of who you are when you got into crypto and how you found out about crypto as well yeah so i started in june of 2017 um i had never heard about it. I didn't have an investing background or a tech background or uh, um, anything to do with uh, banking or crypto or anything like that. So I was actually just on Facebook, um, which I find is odd because that's not a very crypto friendly platform, as we know. But um, I did see a friend of a friend had posted something about something called Ethereum. And I thought, oh, this looks really interesting. They call it like the future of money or something. So I just wanted to kind of get to know, um, you know, what they were talking about and look into it. So I just happened to see that post I looked at it and then I just went from there so I it was very intriguing and I just started researching like crazy and kind of uh, learning about Ethereum and Bitcoin and so that was probably the end of May actually and then I actually made my first investment in probably mid-June um, into Ethereum which wasn't a good time because if you, I don't know if you remember, but that was the all-time high for Ethereum <laughs> at, at that point, of course. So, um, so that was when the ICO craze was happening, and I was like, oh, this is great. And I saw like it already gone up, like you know, 100%. I'm like, oh, this looks like a great investment. Let me jump on this. So I like bought Ethereum at the all-time high. Of course, it crashed uh, or went back down, you know, shortly after. But I just held through um, a few weeks, and then I started learning more about altcoins and diversifying. And that's when I just uh, I was able to kind of uh, spread out my risk and get into some better coins and uh, saw some great returns by probably August or September. And that's when I was able to pull my initial investment back out. And I've just been trading with profits ever since then. So Sounds amazing. So <laughs> would, you, would you consider yourself like a full-time crypto person now? Or? Uh, yeah, I am now. Um, so my history, I, I do have a master's in psychology, and then I was working um, mostly as an executive assistant um, before finding crypto. And then after that, I was able to, over probably around the fall, I was able to start just focusing on crypto now. So I basically just do research. Um, I do you know fundamental analysis on coins. Um, I do swing trade. So I'm not really a day trader because I'm not huge on technicals. I, I it's, it's a lot to learn if you don't have a background in technical Definitely. analysis. Yeah. yeah so it was uh um yeah I don't really do that so much but I do swing trade and I do invest long term so wow so yeah. that is pretty cool so um and then in terms of like because I've seen I've obviously I've done my background research <laughs> um you've, <laughs> I've seen that you've done like um you also do mining as well so in between the trading, mining, and the fundamental analysis, like what would you, what do you reckon takes up most of your time? 
Um, I would say that, well, prior to the last probably two months or so, it was just like trading. Like I was on constantly trying to make swing trades, like when the market is good, like December, uh, November, December, January were great. So I was doing like almost not daily, but probably every two or three days I was making trades based on news and things like that. So once we kind of hit the bear market in mid January to the last few months, um, I have spent a lot more time now on my videos. Um, so doing the research, I would say the fundamental analysis, I do my um, coin reviews on my YouTube channel. And so that takes a lot of time because when you're looking at a coin, I mean, there's so much to analyze that, you know, I have to look at the team and the token metrics and just what they're doing. And yeah, so that I spend a lot of time on those. And I've also um, been doing a lot more like CEO interviews too. So um, yeah, so I, I'm basically really focused now on my my channel and doing more interviews and coin reviews, more so than trading uh, daily or, or even every few days. So when um when you start looking at swing trading and what types of trades that you want to make, what um do you take into consideration or is it more uh, you just look on coin market calendar? <laughs> that is yeah, that is one of my greatest resources is uh, coin market calendar. Um, so yeah, so as far as investing for like you know longer term, obviously I have to do a full uh, FA on a coin if I'm going to hold it for a while. But if I'm just making a swing trade, like you said, I definitely look at the news. Um, I look at the hype. I look at Twitter. I see um, what people are talking about, what people are getting excited about, and then I just look for basically that news event. Because I mean, if you know anything about the history of you know most of the cryptos, you can see the pump and the pump and dump on news events, and so yeah. um, that does tend to happen. It's a, a real phenomenon. So I do um, look for coins that are well known, uh, that have some hype that people are starting to chat about on Twitter. And then I try to get into them maybe even a few weeks before the news event, maybe a month before, and you hold it, um, you know, get it at a good price. And then you wait for that event to happen. And then I usually start scaling out of it um, either right before or right on the event. So I'll start selling partial, maybe 25, 30% of my position all the way up the, the pump until I'm out of it. So... Yeah, so so do you look for um a specific X return or do you just look for a date? So for example, would you look say there was um some some news that was gonna be released next Monday, would you say, Okay, I'm gonna sell on Wednesday, I'm gonna sell on Thursday and Friday, or would you say I'm gonna sell at two X, three X? I actually um, I actually just look at the charts and I just start watching Mm. like really when it gets about you know 24 36 hours out of an event I really start looking at the chart I'm like just trying to gauge um, that's the only time I really use TA is for my entries and exits and just basic indicators volume you know um, uh, resistance things like that support so I just start looking and I just kind of you know like kind of feel the trend I guess I just look at Twitter I look at the chart and I'm just kind of watching and then I start scaling out based on what I see happening on on the charts and on Twitter Mm. Um, and honestly that's what I do it's not very sophisticated but that's it seems to work and if I see something losing momentum or losing volume and I feel like it's going to start going down I start you know quickly scaling out of it so it's just a kind of a feeling mixed with the charts and and general talk on Twitter so no definitely (laughs) Going back to your question too about the mining, um, I did recently get involved in mining as well. So um, that doesn't take up a lot of my time because I'm doing it through the mining store. So I don't know if you guys have heard of the mining store. I I haven't heard of it. So I love you to let our, our, our viewers hear about it. Yeah, it's a website, it's called miningstore.com. 
And it's um, basically a, a site that sells rigs, but they also offer the option to host the rigs for you. So I don't know anything about mining. I, I don't even, I couldn't even build a rig if I tried. So I had never considered it before until I saw this website. And basically um, you can buy your rig and then they will assemble it for you and they will host it in their warehouse and they will run it for you. They will maintain it. They will, they can even put software on it that always mines the most profitable coins. So I don't even have to think about like what coin I want to mine. It just switches constantly for whatever's most profitable in Bitcoin. And then the Bitcoin just goes straight into your web wallet or wherever. So they'll do everything for you. And you basically just pay electricity slash like hosting fee, which is 140 bucks a month uh, US. And that's it. And that's, and so that's what I'm doing. So I got, yeah, it's actually, a, I think it's a really awesome deal. So I got involved with them just recently and I bought a rig and they're hosting it for me. And uh, yeah, they've actually given a discount code too. So people can go and if they buy a rig, they can get 250 off if they use my name and stuff like that. So it's really cool. So I'm excited to start down that road. Yeah. But I thought if, since it's like situated in America, wouldn't, wouldn't the, the, um, the bills be much higher? I mean, that's just the assumption that I had. Yeah, I did too, but they say it's yeah, it's average about 140 a month and that is including their running it and the electricity fee. So, it's I mean, sounds like a great deal. And if you're international like I am because I'm in Canada, they will actually ship you your rig at any point in time if you ever want to pull it out or sell it or own it or to, you know, they'll just send it to you for free. So there's no um, barriers to ever like getting your rig if you want it out of their facility. So, it's a really great a great idea. So, That's crazy. Yeah. And, um, would you say that um it's been profitable so far or like how over what period of time would you say um from your initial investment would you like look and see a profit uh, so I literally just started like a week and a half ago. So my rig is being built right now. Um, yeah. But I did an, uh, an interview with the CEO yesterday. So that's going to be up on my channel in the next few days. So he actually goes over all of that. And I think it's hard to say because, you know, as the market fluctuates, that'll depend how much money you're making, how much your coins are worth at the moment. Definitely. Um, Definitely. Yeah. So it's, it's hard to predict. But he said on average right now with the market the way it is, maybe I think he said about a, a 12 months or so to pay off. A rig that's like seven, you know, seventy five hundred bucks U.S. So um, that's not bad if you think of it as like a passive investment. That's kind of just diversifying your money or your crypto. And then after you get through that first year, you just kind of make you know income doing nothing. It just kind of yeah. goes into your wallet. So yeah, definitely. Nice yeah, no, definitely. So. And um, I, I think that is something that people in crypto really really need to try and understand that there's so many different aspects so like you can actually use crypto as a residual income for example for, through mining and then i'm not sure if you're familiar with the exchange crypto bridge where they um they split uh they do a profit share with the yes. actual yeah so um for, for me uh, from my perspective i i work i have a crypto bridge account so i look at it as um I, I that's my residual income but I think that people you there's so many different aspects of crypto instead of just trading instead of mining you can actually get like a residual income which people like who aren't so deep in into the sphere yeah. they don't really know that exactly and it's funny you mentioned that because now I remember I did a um a review once on different uh, decentralized exchange coins and, and Bridgecoin yeah. was one of the coins I, I reviewed on that uh, spreadsheet. And it's interesting because, yeah, you can stake like the proof of stake coins and you can earn income that way, just like you just said. So people don't even know yeah. these things exist yet, really. So I think it's important to try to, you know, get the word out about these uh, different options for passive income. 
Yeah. No, definitely. 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 Also, you just you mentioned you're um, situated in Canada. So with the whole crypto um, environment in Canada, how would you say that is? Has it been like really progressive or? Um, it's, it's hard to say. I don't run into a lot of people that even have any idea about what I'm talking about. So <laughs> I don't feel like it's a... Uh, it's uh, widely adopted or that people have a, a vast knowledge of it here yet, at least where I am on, on the west side of Canada. So maybe Toronto and stuff, maybe that's different. But um, I know it is as far as like regulation and acceptance goes that maybe it's a little bit more so than the U.S. because we do have several exchanges. Uh, Vancouver is kind of a hub and so is Toronto. I think there's a lot of exchanges and a lot of um, machines you can go buy Bitcoin from and things like that. So I think as far as regulation goes, we're probably a little bit more ahead or, or relaxed than, than something, you know, some uh, maybe like the U.S. is. But as far as general public knowledge, I don't feel like I run into many people that know what it is. So, mm. yeah. <laughs> so you would say that you're ahead of your time in Canada? Maybe. <laughs> I, I don't know. It feels, it feels that way. But I'm not in a major city, so that could be why as well. Yeah, definitely. And um, yeah. when, when you... In terms of Canada as a, as a whole, do you think that um, you will be able to pioneer and like in get the word out across Canada about crypto, or is it something that you don't really? I hope you so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, mean, I really you, don't. You I really don't know. Maybe, yeah, maybe. I don't. I don't know too many other Canadian like Canadians who are who are maybe on YouTube or trying to um, really push the word out. But uh, so maybe maybe I'll be one of the first ones. I really I don't know. We'll see. I am I am growing pretty quickly. I'm trying to do a lot of videos. Um, like I said, I'm I am uh, partnering with. Um, there's a company called Amazix, and they are actually the number one um, kind of PR slash uh, community management company um, based on ICO Bench. They're rated number one. So they work with probably about, I say, 90 or 90 to 100 clients right now, different coin companies and ICO um, startups. And so I'm kind of working out a partnership with them where I'm going to be doing more of their CEO um, interviews. And so hopefully I'll have a lot more videos starting to come the next little while just from that alone and, and get the word out more. So. That's good. And what about your guides? Because yeah. I saw that you've got some guides on the website. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I do. So I, I did that a few months ago. Um, basically, when I first started and not having a background in any of this, it took me months at, to un just understand the basics. And I didn't even know like what a wallet was, how to buy Bitcoin, like what to do with it, how, what were altcoins. Like I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, I think everybody has been there and I was super confused. So um, once I got the hang of it over the past year, um, like I said, just recently, I decided to make some guides for new people. Um, to kind of just like a shortcut maybe to help expedite that process. Um, so the first guide I have is just a free downloadable uh, guide and it tells you um, everything, hopefully everything you need to know um, from just buying Bitcoin, um, where to store it, uh, how to trade it, what altcoins are, and just some of the like very basics if you if you know nothing about, about blockchain or, or the space. So I made that and then I made a second one um, that is paid but it's more of like my trading strategies and like how I have made uh, profits over the past year in crypto. So that's one that one's a little more specific and that's more um, my personal strategies. So I do have both of those on my basic crypto trading.com uh, website. Perfect. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And um for 
you, you mentioned that um, you didn't know anything at all. So <laughs> where did you in, initially go in terms of, apart from Facebook, to like get that information? <laughs> oh, I'm trying to remember. It feels like ages <laughs> ago because things things happen. So much happens in crypto that I feel like that was so long ago. But yeah. um, I'm trying to remember. I, I mean, obviously, I just Googled a ton and I, mm. I tried to read a ton of Medium articles. You know, I just started trying to see what I could find on Google. And then I did find crypto Twitter um, a few months after I started, actually. So it wasn't till I think I made a Twitter account. I never even had Twitter before. Really? This, but I made a Twitter. <laughs> no, I've never used it. So I made a Twitter account in June, but I didn't touch it because I just I didn't see the value in it till probably about you know fall, I, September, October, 2017. So I started looking at crypto Twitter, and I was like, hmm, this looks like there might be some good information. So that that really helped me a lot, actually, with. Um, some of the the OGs on there, you know, yeah. some of the resources, and so I started using yeah. it more. Um, I wish then, I had that. I would say that's pretty much <laughs> it. I basically Google Medium and Twitter. Like that sounds really amateur, but that's where I learned a lot of my uh, strategies and what I know now. So. But now, now if anyone wants to find out, you have to. Um, the whole growth hacked version is on, is in your crypto um how to list. Yes. Yeah. I'm just, <laughs> I hope so. I'm yeah, plugging that. I'm plugging that. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I tried to make it really thorough and so that you could kind of just get my guides and get started right away, you know? So. Yeah, that sounds like a really good idea. I Thanks. wish I had that time. <laughs> <laughs> what about in terms of the, um, the projects that you're currently really excited about? How how about you tell us a little bit about them? Yeah, so if you follow my Twitter, I'm sure you have an idea of some of the ones that I'm really into. Um, as far as like fun, strong fundamentals, uh, coins that I love for long term, which could be anywhere from you know six months to a couple of years is what I consider long term. Um, obviously, Nebulous is, is one of them. So I love Nebulous. Um, I just think the team is amazing. Obviously, we have Hitters, who was the former uh, co-founder of NEO. So he's he's awesome as a CEO. And I also um, think you know they're just a third generation platform. I think he's solved a lot of issues, hopefully with scalability. Um, they have incentives for developers. So he's trying to incentivize people to build dApps on the Nebulous platform by giving them uh, Nebulous. They have the ranking system where it's almost like they call it the Google of blockchain. So they'll help to rank, um, rank different dApps and you can actually find everything that's in the crypto space because as you know, I mean, there's thousands of dApps and there's just going to be more you know, coming up. So how do you find yeah. what you need? Or, yeah. yeah, and how do you know what ranks better than another one? So, so I think that's a really important feature for Nebulous. Um, so that's what, to me, that's what makes it different from the other platforms like Ethereum, EOS, you know, things like that. Um, is that it has that ranking feature, it has the incentives, and it has the um, scaling uh, figured out. Hopefully, we'll see. Obviously, you know, lots of coins say they can do things you don't know till it starts going. But I do have a lot of, yeah, I do have a lot of faith in Nebulous though. Um, my second one would definitely be Cash and the uh, Liquid platform. So I think for an exchange, I'm huge on that one. Um, again, solid team. I also think that uh, Liquid, um, the way that they're working is that they're going to have uh, high liquidity because they're pulling from all the other exchanges in the world. So I, no one else is doing that right now, not even Binance. You know, so I, I, that's why I think it's going to be huge. Once the official Liquid launch happens in June, I think it'll just be an amazing platform because there'll be high liquidity, which is a huge problem for crypto. Um, the, they're going to 
they're going to have full fiat services too. So they have a brokerage, um, prime brokerage. So you can basically do your fiat, your crypto, everything all in one space with liquidity. And the cash token has um, a lot of utility within that uh, platform as well. So you get discounts on trading, discounts on brokerage fees. Um, they're going to have a blockchain. So they'll be running you know, ICOs or things on the cash blockchain. So it'll be used for that. I think they have plans for a banking license next year. And they're already fully regulated and accepted in Japan. So wow. I think that... But yeah, so I, I'm super bullish on cash. That's probably my biggest bag right now, honestly. <laughs> um, that even sounds like it could be competing. It, it could be a possible competitor with Binance in the future. I think it will be. holds up to everything that they think. Because yeah. I haven't even done that much research on it. But from yeah. what I'm hearing, I'm definitely going to do more now just to see. Yes. Yes. And I, I do have a cash video on my channel. So I have a quick oh, like, really? yeah, okay. I have like a quick 10 minute overview of all the fundamentals. So if you're interested, definitely check that out. Um, and the third one I would say would be uh, Shopin, which is still in an ICO phase. So that's not even out yet. Um, they just ended their ICO today, I believe. But it's a project that is going to kind of help retailers compete with the Amazon effect. So um, it's kind of going to personalize shopping on websites. It's going to give data back to the to the user. Uh, users and take it away from the centralized, um, you know, like Amazon, Google, things like that. So they're, they're trying to get the data back in the hands of the users while personalizing your shopping experience and providing incentives to yourself and the retailers to use the token. So it's a massive project. And I do have an interview with the CEO on my channel. So if you want to know more about that, check that out too. But those three, I would say are my biggest, um, I have the highest hopes for those three coins in the future. So. No, they, they, they sound like <laughs> yeah. really good projects. I think, um, with a lot of the projects that you um you look at, they, do you think that having an MVP and like what are the key fundamentals that you'll look for to say, okay, yeah, that's a good project and I want to invest my money in, in that? Yeah, so for me, um, like I said, I just made my own kind of spreadsheet when I got started and I started just adding more and more as I learned more what I should be looking for on yeah. these coins. Um, team is huge. You know, the CEO who's leading this project is massive because if mm. you have a great idea and a great project, but a CEO who's not a visionary or who's not out, you know, making the connections or pu pushing the project forward, it doesn't matter. Like it won't go anywhere. So I think the CEO is a massive um, and the team behind him are, are a massive uh, part of that. Um, um, I really, I'm not a fan of high cap coins. Yeah, so I can tell. I actually, <laughs> I actually, yeah, I don't own any coins in the top 25, I would say right now on coin wow. market cap, other than Bitcoin and Ethereum. Hmm. So I use Ethereum for ICOs, obviously, and yeah. I have some Bitcoin because my portfolio, I always have a bit of Bitcoin, but I stay out of the top 25 for the most part. I really like mid caps. So I like hmm. coins that are maybe, you know, 25 to like 100, 150 on coin yeah, market yeah, cap. Yeah. Um, I find that there's uh, a little more risk with those, but way yeah. higher possible way higher returns. returns. Yeah. <laughs> so I love mid caps. Uh, so I look for, um, yeah, market cap, I look for supply. So mm. I do like scarcity. So I look for coins that maybe don't have like 100 billion coins, you know, so I, <laughs> I know that um, some of those are popular though, right? We have coins like Tron and Verge yeah. and Cardano and, you know, so cheap kind of yeah, yeah, high yeah. supply uh, coins. We've, we've had our, we've had our issues with these projects. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so the weird thing is though, so here's something interesting though. I find that my biggest profits I've ever made in trading mm. have been on coins that I would never hold long-term. Okay. So coins like uh, Ripple, Tron, Verge, Stellar, Cardano, mm. those are coins I've made massive profits on 
but I would never hold those as a long-term project only mm. because I don't like a lot of the fundamentals. Yeah. But the public seems to love those coins, so I do trade them. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, at the end of the day, it's not about what we actually like. It's about what yeah. we yeah. Exactly, like, so. exactly. So I do look at supply, I look at market cap, I look at team. Um, I look at uh, price history, you know, how far down or up it is from its yeah. price history. Because you don't, you don't want to jump in at an all-time high like yeah. I did initially. Yeah. <laughs> um, what are some other things I look at? Uh, oh, events coming up. I look at their roadmap, um, uh, their token use. So is the mm. token actually going to have a, a use utility, within their platform? Or their, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. So just things like that. Um, and I do have a thorough spreadsheet. And I do also have a video on my basic FA that I talk about all of all of this. So That's great. It's amazing because you only yeah. just started in June 2017, but you've covered so much. <laughs> yeah. That just shows the amount of Thank research you. that you've actually done. And I think that can... That is really going to go to show. But, awesome. Um, but yeah, so what are you actually looking for in terms of crypto, rather than the projects itself, in terms of crypto and blockchain, what do you think about the future possibilities? Like, what is what are you bullish on for the, for the future for crypto? Um, I think, I mean, it still might be a little while till we gain more mass adoption, but mm. we're definitely heading there. I'm really bullish on... Um, I'm not. I'm not quite sure that, that will replace currency. Yeah. So at least not for a while. So I'm not super bullish on like Bitcoin's going to be the only currency that we spend in the future. Like mm. I don't know about that. But I'm more bullish on things like um, probably like, like a lot of the smart contracts and like tokenizing yeah. um, things that we don't need a middleman for. So yeah. I see you know you could take out the middleman in a lot of different industries and and put that on on blockchain on a smart contract. So I think that'll happen before we maybe revolutionize the currency yeah. in, in the world. So and in society, yeah. in society, where would you say that crypto is gonna, or should I say the blockchain is gonna affect the most or have the first bit of penetration? Uh probably i think well banking there's already a lot going on mm. with banking um i know like i don't know if you know about the bab or the Bax project they're trying they're actually from the uk they're trying trying to bank the unbanked and they're getting the okay. uk banking license yeah yeah so they're kind of trying to revolutionize some of that and bring um, bank accounts to people who don't have access to traditional bank accounts maybe because they can't pass the documents um, procedure maybe because yeah. they can't physically get to a bank so they're creating a system where they can help people get bank accounts um so i think banking and probably um you know, a lot of things like even things like notaries, you know, like lawyers and things, there's yeah, going to yeah. be a lot of jobs that are going to be in question that could easily be replaced with a smart contract. Um, real estate might end up, you know, getting tokenized. Um, secure, I know we have the securities uh, thing coming up, so like polymath and coins like that. Yeah. So there's there's a lot of industries. And I think, I think there's a lot happening behind the scenes right now. And we don't even know what's going yeah, on. And one yeah. day you're just going to start see, you're going to start seeing these things come up, you know, and people are going to be like, what is this? Like, where this come from oh definitely so, that that bab yeah. um that bab project that you were just talking about is that similar to Ami's yeah. I go I think it is similar um the thing with bab is they are making it to where you could open a bank account just from your smartphone so okay. as long as the person anywhere in the world has a smart a phone with internet connection mm. they can take a selfie and have a voice recognition password and oh. open a uk bank account yeah. so then they're allowed to yeah it's amazing um so they're going to be able to transact in fiat and in crypto through that yeah. bank account um without having to provide any documents or, or anything like that so it allows them to move money um and then they can get 
um, more limits, like higher limits and stuff, as they're verified by like um, social verification. Yeah. So it allows like family and friends to like verify and vouch for them, mm. and then they can have more access to more funds. So I think um, yeah, Bab has a really ambitious project, but there's about two billion people right now in the world who are unbanked. So these people like don't have bank accounts, don't have debit cards, credit cards, nothing for various reasons. And Bab is really trying to like get in there and help with that issue. So it's a good project. They, they, that, their project, it ties in with a, lot, a few other projects because uh, like Civic, uh, The Key, and uh, yeah. like Amis I Go, just because um, it's, it's, it's crazy because I read an article recently and it was just this saying about how in the crypto space itself, um, there could be a lot more collaboration, but because of mob mentality, what's happening is that people are like, it's either this project or the other, but there's so many overlapping yeah. different projects um, that could collaborate. So um, that leads me to our next question. Yeah. Which two projects would you love to see collaborate if you ever could choose? Oh, hmm. <laughs> I think, uh, let me, that's a good question. I've never thought about that. Um, I think... Yeah, I actually, I'm not, I'd have to think about that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. No, no, I'll, I'll, <laughs> that's, a, that's a good one, but I'm not, I'm not sure. Yeah, no, it'll be, it'll be crazy. Cause I always thought. Do you have one? Me? <laughs> um, well, just Bitcoin and Ethereum, just in terms of okay. if we could all come as a collective and say, yeah, Bitcoin and Ethereum, just in terms of the fact that Bitcoin is actually gold. But then if you could use that gold from Bitcoin and then like store it into a, into like a smart contract on the Ethereum platform. That'll be cool. There you go. Yeah, so. See? Awesome. That's a good answer. <laughs> yeah, the answer is so. <laughs> but no, that, is, that sounds, all of that sounds great. And what about besides, besides crypto? Because I know that you're really into fitness. So is that like, is that like what you kind of use as your, as your hobby? Like beside, besides crypto to kind of let out the yes. steam as well at times? Yes. Yeah. So I'm not very... Um, I don't have many hobbies or many things, but fit, I'm definitely focused on fitness. Um, so if I'm not trading or making videos or doing something with crypto, I am definitely at the gym uh, working out. And I've, I've been uh, I've been training for about 10, 10 or 11 years now. So wow. and I used to compete. Um, I've done about, I think, nine uh, bodybuilding shows over the past 10 years. So I do like figure and, you know, fitness, things like that. It's been about two years since my last one. And I, I'm not really looking at that right now because it does take a lot of focus and a lot of time. And I'd, I'd rather spend that time on crypto. So <laughs> so now I uh, now I just do it uh, for fun and as a hobby and to be healthy. But I'm definitely crypto is kind of my number one thing right now. So um, it does take a back seat sometimes, but I'm still able to keep up on a lot of my workouts. So. What about in terms of like women in crypto? Because obviously I know you invited me to the um, to the chat. Yeah. Everything top secret. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but um, what in terms of women in crypto? Do you think that um, are you doing anything else like on the side mm -hmm. to try and get more women involved as well? Because I'm pretty sure that you know with your with. With the, with the influence that you actually have on Twitter and YouTube, it could actually be used for that as well. Yeah, so I just started kind of looking into that more. I think the mining um, partnership with mining stores kind of helping too, because there's definitely not a lot of women in mining crypto. So I'm trying to help bring yeah. uh, that out as an option. Um, but also I am looking at partnering with... Um, 
There's a girl named uh, Crypto Sister. Her name is Jen, and she's on Twitter. And she is doing a project um, this summer where she's actually taking six months and she's turning an RV into something called the Bitmobile. And she's like <laughs> driving around the US and Canada. And she's going to be stopping in various cities and just like educating people like about Bitcoin and, and crypto. And she's also going like to be running. I know it's crazy, but it's awesome. And uh, she's going to be, um, she's already coordinated with a few different cities to run like day camps for girls. So she's running like a day camp of like coding and like crypto and stuff for like sixth grade or like middle school girls, I guess. So um, that's one thing I've been talking with her where I might um, some help sponsor her and, and so that she can go around and do these camps and things. So that's kind of getting girls and women involved more. And then uh, she might come to Victoria um, and to Vancouver and to some other places in BC. So I might try to meet up with her and um, do like a, a talk at one of the girls camps or something so that's one thing um, but yeah I haven't thought too much more about that other than the mining and the project with her so far so mm. yeah take it step by step sounds mm-hmm. like a good start as well because I, I really don't I don't think I know anyone who's into into like who actually mines um, any currencies either because I mean other than the top you know the top few elites yeah. including yourself but, oh. um, but yeah I don't I don't know I don't know many people and I think it's just because there's there's this whole thing around it that mining it just requires a lot of costs to put in at first especially if you're in like a in a country which uses you know which has high electricity um yes uh, costs things like that um but it's interesting like now that you've talked you've spoken about the um the mining store that is really interesting i think a lot of people will be grateful to hear about that yeah i hope so i do think myself yeah there's definitely a barrier to entry um you know, with the, just uh, like I said, assembling the rig and, and trying to run it and the, the energy costs and the heat issue and so many things. And, and it's just intimidating. Like I thought, I, I don't know how much knowledge you have to have to like build a rig and like figure out how to, how to mine and how to run it. So I wouldn't even bother if it wasn't for the mining store. So hopefully when I have that um, interview up, I'm going to share that with the, the women's group and on YouTube and try to get more people to understand what they're offering and hopefully get on, um, jump on board with that. So yeah that'd be great yeah what about some last few tips for the listeners in terms of how to how to get there how to to really take advantage of this crypto scene yeah so i think uh, just some important things would definitely be to don't chase pumps. So if a coin, <laughs> if a coin is already pumping and it's already up 30, 40, a hundred percent, whatever, don't jump on board for the most part. I would say 99% of the time, don't jump in and think you're going to like also make that money. Cause it's probably going to turn right around and come down with as soon as you get in. So don't chase pumps, uh, wait for good entry. So buy the dip, you know, if, if you find a coin that you think is a solid coin, and you think there's a chance there's events coming up maybe it's gonna do something get in before everybody's talking about it and everybody's pumping it so that's the key is you want to buy the dip you want to sell on the pumps um, you want to do your fundamental analysis if you're thinking long term so definitely you know some of the factors I talked about look at those things when you're choosing a coin for a long-term investment um, yeah so that's that's pretty much I mean if you can do those things you know buy the dip sell the pumps and do your FA I mean you should be able to make some decent money uh, in crypto and also look at passive income and other diversification things like mining um, like doing you know uh, staking uh, things like that so I think there's several several ways to make money but those those would be my biggest tips because 
I think uh, people definitely do tend to chase pumps, and it's hard not to because you see that that rocket going, and you're like, I want a, I want a piece of that, you know. But um, yeah. the key is to really, like I said, get in before that happens and and sell on that pump. So 100%. I hope AZ heard that, but um, <laughs> but yeah, um, I think that um, what you've given us a lot yeah, of information. Yeah. I think the listeners will agree as well. You, you've given us a lot, a lot of gems, a lot of gems. That's what awesome. that's how we Good. I'm usually glad. say. Cool. Yes, cool. it's the season of gems, so you've contributed to that. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, so where, um, where can we where can we yeah. find you? Oh. Yeah, we'll, we'll edit this. We'll edit this. Yeah, bit. <laughs> it's a really important. Well, one. <laughs> so um, yeah, thanks for asking. No, I um, so on on Twitter is where I I hang out there a lot. So at Crypto Sally, um, I'm there on Twitter. Um, YouTube as well, Crypto Sally channel. Um, I do like so I try to do at least one to two videos a week on there. Um, basiccryptotrading.com is where my guides are at um, and then the miningstore.com is where you can get set up with the mining and the um, discount code is just Sally at checkout for 250 off anything um, any rig that you purchase with them so that's pretty much it I would say um, Twitter and YouTube are I mean two two platforms so that's great we'll definitely put the links down in below on our bio for um, the listeners to get that if they would like to yeah which i'm sure they would great. because i'm pretty sure sally has some great youtube videos that will definitely be an advantage to you if you actually take a take a definitely. look at them. great thank you but um yeah that has been great and thank you so much for coming and joining us on the show it has been yeah. an absolute pleasure thank you yeah thanks for having us it's great thank you So that was our interview with Sally. You can find on Twitter at crypto underscore Sally underscore. She's also very active on YouTube. So we'll put the link to her channel in our bio. And don't forget, if you want to keep hearing more gems, follow us at New Money Podcast on Twitter, SoundCloud, subscribe on iTunes, and most importantly, feedback. We want to hear what you have to say. Until next time.